Hello guys and welcome to a brand new podcast, Tabletop Talks, with me, Jamie. And me, Tom. And today we're going to be going over, for the very first time, Necrons. Ooh. Yes, it's Ooh. going to be interesting. I know, it's going to be great. Um, <laughs> considering neither of us play Necrons. Uh, Indeed. So we're going to get a load of Necron uh, fanboys just having Oblit- a go at us. Obliterating yeah. the comment section. Uh, yeah, obliterating the comment section when we... Uh, when we get there. So, um, yeah. Um, we're talking about the new releases, obviously, because we're a bit late into this. With all of the new Necron models coming out, it's oh, just absolutely gorgeous. Who wouldn't want to talk about these? They're just... Oh. They're just lovely. Oh, they're just lovely. They are just, they are just lovely. Absolutely lovely models. Um, but first, before we move on to the models, we're going to introduce ourselves in more of more depth. Um, so Tom, do you want to start? Yeah, so my name's Tom. Um, you can follow me on Instagram as KadianUndead40k. Uh, my current army is Imperial Guardsmen, otherwise known as Asmarine... Uh, it's Asmarine annoying. Tarin. It's so annoying that they've changed that name. <laughs> so annoying. Um, and yeah, I've been doing Warhammer about the same time as Jamie. Um, Jamie actually got me into it about 10 years ago. Um, recently picked up the hobby um due to obviously coronavirus and not having anything to do so why not (laughs) just put your money into a load of plastic um yeah so my love my love of the hobby really is uh imperial guardsmen i've never really um gone away from that army um just because tanks are cool and they're squishy You've had a really. You had, used to have a history with airfix as well, didn't you? With the yeah, uh, yeah. Your, so I, I, I tank I, models and stuff. Yeah, the way I was really explained Warhammer was it's like airfix, but you can actually play with it. Um, yeah, there's actually a tabletop game for it. That's, yes, that's quite big and has an actual yes. audience. I mean, I've also done a couple of tournaments uh, over at Warhammer World in Nottingham. Um, I've been to a couple of the games days uh, when they were on, which is basically for any of the those who don't know, is a Comic-Con for uh, Warhammer, especially. Um, and I've also done a couple of Golden Demon and Armies and Pride painting competitions. Um, so I'm pretty well-rounded in the sort of novice of Warhammer. Ooh. Yeah, so uh, we obviously met... Uh, um, we first... Well, no, we didn't first meet. We, um, I first took Tom in to our local store in uh, Solio. Indeed. And um, the owner there... Drew us in more, I think. He yes. he was very he was he was a very mixed character, but um he was lovely um through most of it. But yeah, it was a it was a <laughs> it's a hard time because we didn't have our own money when we started. No, no. <laughs> so we were going through a bit of a thing of we really like that model and it looks cool, but we, we can't, can't buy, buy it. it. <laughs> we don't have enough. Uh, so we would have to beg our parents obviously being there so we started off in sixth which is obviously why we've just tom's got confused with the astrobilla time and the imperial guardsman from when they've changed it yes they're always going to be called imperial guardsmen yeah in our our heads they have one name and that is imperial guardsman um not only it's only astromilitarum for copyright laws yeah it's oh yeah only for only for the copyright reasons can we not say that but we're going to say it because get wrecked um indeed <laughs> so uh yeah i started at about the age of 10 my uncle gave me a singular blood angel space marine um that i instantly threw away after finding out what my army would be which is now chaos space marines uh black legion i have 
collected for about 10 years. I have about 4,000 points worth of them. And more recently, I've started collecting Tau. Yes, big booze, um, fish people. But, yeah, I just wanted to shoot the army that was a bit different from my... The, the, the fish people, don't get them mixed up with crab people. Yeah, don't get them mixed up with crab people. But um, yeah, they were just they were just a lot different from the army that I was using prior to them. And they were just cool. I like the idea of having a triptide. Just having three riptides at the back, absolutely shredding people. Um, and a bunch of just drones, because you can. And then the only army that really have that sort of style to them. Yeah, just just really just just fish. Just science science fish. Space that fish. Is for space fish. Yeah, space fish. We'll call them space fish. Um but yeah, me and Tom have been through with Warhammer quite a bit. We're quite experienced. It's fairly, not massively experienced. I wouldn't put that. We haven't played ninth yet. No. Um, but we are, we were, we are hoping to at some point play ninth. We're very, very upset. We're hoping really to give you the dummies guide to uh, yes. the Warhammer 40k universe. We are, we are literally the dummies guide to Warhammer 40k. You want to start somewhere? Start with us, because we're going to put it in very, very plain shallow, terms. very plain and very shallow terms, and. Love it while doing it and have a load of rants about the hobby that we love. Um, yep. So um, let's get started. Necrons. 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 Oof. Well, we do, love, we do love Terminator, don't we? And being put into models is just brilliant. Um, starting real, off, not, not, not just one Terminator, a whole race of Terminator. A whole race, yeah, a whole race. You can, you can call them all Arnie. You can call them all Arnie without, without, without the flesh. Um, it, yeah, uh, so a brief overview. They are literally, if you want to think of the style of them and how they would look, it is Egyptian. Egyptian. They're, they're, their vehicles are very Egyptian-themed and their planets and buildings are very Egyptian-themed. Yes, they're like... Um, Temples they're like, and pyramids. Yeah, there's, there's, a lot of, pyramids. there's a lot of space hieroglyphics. Yeah, um, symbols on their machines and stuff, but they're very, very, very highly advanced. They've actually they've actually been around for longer mm. than most um, races, most races because they were founded by the old ones. So they were around when the old ones first came into the galaxy. I am right in thinking. That's not no, no guys. Pre-warning before we just on the first episode. Um don't take anything we say as canon. Uh, <laughs> as we said, we are the dummies guide. So if anyone does want to correct us, feel free in the comment section of our Instagram. Or just um message us. Or just yeah, or just message us because I reply to all of the DMs that we get sent. And I do too. Yeah, all of us will. We both control our account, so there's two of us watching it. Um if you don't get answered straight away, you will be answered. Don't worry, don't panic. Um, and if you don't, just spam us, and we will eventually see it. So please don't feel afraid to spam us, because we won't have a go at you. Um, unless you're doing it like completely out of order, then we probably will. Um, but yes, so we'll start off with probably the nicest one um, out of all of them, because of the change from the old model to the new one. The monolith. Yes. I used to own a monolith when I decided to dabble in Necrons. Bought the old box Buying set. the entire starter box set 
and building and half of it. I think I've actually still got some of it downstairs. To be honest, you probably do in your house. To be fair, your your shame pile is probably one of the biggest I've ever seen. It is, I mean, absolutely astounding how big your shame pile is. I mean, I should just put it on eBay, like the rest of the guardsmen. Oh, sorry, I've just realised I've just said shame pile. So, for anyone that hasn't played 40k, a shame pile is a pile of sprues and unbuilt models that you have that build up over time. All that you will, that you will definitely get back to later. Yeah, definitely, a hundred percent. It will always no, it will always have something in it if you have a shame pile. I have one. Uh, after I moved out with my girlfriend, I had one. I have one at home. I have one at my girlfriend's place. I have one everywhere. It's ridiculous. Um, it, yeah, it, they get insane. But let's not move off topic. So, um, yeah, so back, the, monolith, the monolith. That's the monolith. Um, it is a gorgeous compared to the old one. The old one was. You it see, was very um, boxy. It was very very plain. It didn't have the amount of detail that was there. No. And. It was it was very much it it still has the same sort of theme now, but it is just it's so much more more detailed. It has all those flat surfaces on the old one that they could have done what they've done now to it. But I don't yeah, think Yeah, I mean I, I really do think they've really captured living metal. So for any of the users who don't know, um what a Necron is encased in is called living metal. And the way this originated was when after they sort of met the old ones and had the quest for eternal life. The only spaceships that they could use to travel across the universe um, was outfitted with living metal. Um, it grows like um like a plant. Basically. Yeah, it's, it's it's like its own organism. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's it is literally what what it's living metal. Like it grows like a plant. It does all well. I don't think it. it I've always done right. Slightly off topic. Not off topic, but. Does living metal photosynthesize? I'm not intelligent enough to answer that question. No, I just I, we have to look this up for next time. But, um, it, but it's a metal, so it is a metal. But you would think that if it has to photosynthesize, it has to get nutrients from somewhere. We're, we're question. No, we're, let's not get into this. We're questioning it too much. This, this, these are too many big words. <laughs> these are too much. This is too much for us, our little brains. Right, um, yeah, the monolith, it's beautiful. I'm glad that it doesn't have the uh, the normal gauze blasters pointing out of it now on the corners, and it now has its own, like, unique-looking weapons on the side. Um, it, yeah, the portal again in the middle, it's not the just... The portal does look a lot more in-depth. Yeah, it doesn't just look like a... It's not, it used to be just a plastic see-through yeah, little... You used to, you used to get a, a slab of green plastic with some little circles etched on it and that yeah. sort of it and I a mean, lot of people the... used to um paint it and paint paint it so they'd spray it black and then paint it their own colors and um, some people got really good effects out of it but this one is just it is really good especially with the nequon warrior as well walking out of it yes yeah, so it gives it gives a lot more life to the model it massively again huge i'm glad that gw is now taken it's it's taken an approach with its models, with movement. Yeah, they, they seem to be actually listening to the fans. Yeah, where there's there was action. Time. There's like, there, there is was... action in the models now. Yeah, like, since we've both got back into it, um, there's the Warhammer community page, um, they're doing a lot online, um, there's a lot more painting tutorials, um, and there's also the new Warhammer 40,000 app, which is at the moment in its beta stage. Yeah. Um, and all of these things are just really making the hobby more accessible to newcomers. I've not heard um, good things about the app. We should do an episode on 
I, I quite like the app, but we can get into that another time. I've not used it yet. I've not used it yet. I should probably dabble into it a bit. Right. Um, moving on from the monolith again, gorgeous, gorgeous model. Um, we'll go to right. So we'll 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 stay on the obelisk for a couple of minutes. We won't spend too long on the obelisk because it is a it is an older model. It's not one of the newer ones. But I just want to say how this came out after the monolith, much well, well after the monolith. And this was, I think, the starting of them thinking, ah, right, we now have the resources to make this army look a lot, lot better. Yeah, it does seem like the turning point of when yeah. Necrons sort of came into their own. Yeah, 100%. Because they've looked at that and gone, we could do this to the monolith and make it look amazing. And that is exactly what they've done. They have taken bits from, they've taken what, they've taken basically what looks like the obelisk and made it look more like a, the old monolith. And just taken bits from both of them and put them together. Yeah, make it more. Um... Yeah, they've taken the bits from that were good about both of them and put them into one model, and it's just it is really really good, and that's a good thing that GW have done there massively. Yeah, make it more transparent. Oh yes, hundred percent. Um, so you you can tell that it's of the same. Yes, yes, yes. Quality. Massively, hundred percent. Um, yeah. So again, not going to spend too long on that one. So moving on, the Silent King are oh, just. Amazing model. An amazing model. The HQs that they've come out with now, like Abaddon and Gulliman, with all of everything coming back, having the Silent King come back is so good for Necron players. It's, I may I may do this for a painting competition. It it's look just, it, it's so so good. Such so a good detailed. model. It's a really good price as well, considering it, the yeah, level of detail yeah. that you get within the model. Massively, and also obviously not um not anger GW here or anything, but you can go to off source companies like Wayland Games get these stuff because Wayland are amazing so shout out to Wayland big up the boys um yeah again just amazing the I love the fact they've now taken parts from the Catan and started implementing them into the models more yeah so for those who don't know back onto a bit of lore um the Necro oh what's it called Right, they were called the Necron Tier back in there the day. There they are, ne- the Necron Tier. Before they um, became the Necrons. Met with the. So they were defeated by they were defeated by the um they were defeated by the old ones in the uh, the War of Heaven just before it started. Sorry, there was a little war between them, and they were absolutely decimated. They went back to their um nuclear wasteland of a planet because this nearby star was very very um very aggressive on their planet. So when they lost, they came back home and they're, well, these gods, these god-like figures. So to them, what, what to them were gods at the time from, of them looking at, well, looking as they were being basically defeated and wiped out by the uh, old ones. Uh, the Catan approached them and basically tricked them into becoming what they are now in the living metal shells that they're in. Um, yeah, so... Every Necron um, used to be sort of more than what they are. They used to be normal fleshed humans. Yeah. Like, they used to be a human like race, I would say. They're not, they weren't human. But but anything that is left of their personality or their traits or anything is lost as soon as they're put in a living metal chassis. It's just their, their basic functions. It's very much like a production line army. Yeah, it's very much like. How was a zombie would work, sort of thing. Like they you, only you have could, their basic sort of, functions. You could sort of relate it to droids in Star Wars. 
Yeah, yeah. That is true. It's, programming. It's very, very production heavy. Yeah, programming um, is everything, basically, really, with them. But, again, living metal and stuff. So they're a bit, a lot, a lot different to Star Wars. Because 4K universe would crush Star Wars to the ground. Um, yeah, the two, um, again, I don't, uh, we haven't, I've not looked into his rules or anything yet. But um, one of our mates is starting to collect Necrons. So hopefully when we start playing Ninth more, we will do another video on the rules of all these models. And yes. we can judge them. But I imagine he is going to be like Gulliman level good. Probably better than Gulliman in some ways, I imagine. Considering he has a star god above him, um, yeah, and yeah, um, I wouldn't say, in my personal opinion, being a chaos player, that he's his model is better than uh, Abaddon currently. He's the Abaddon model is just my favorite model that GW has ever produced. Because if you take it back from the old Abaddon model, it was awful, absolutely the old model. Um, now a very very popular model that I have seen already so many people buy and paint, and it is amazing. I watched Siege Studio paint one of these a couple of weeks ago, and it looked incredible. Um, the Catan Shard of the Void Dragon? Yes, an amazing model. Um, opinions, Tom, on this model? Um, it looks great. <laughs> there isn't much you can say, really. Is there? <laughs> it's, just, it's just such a good model. It is so, so good. Again, 68, 68 quid. It's, it's just beautiful. The the implement the ways they've implemented into this model is brilliant. Like using the lightning to hold him up rather than having one of those see through Tau drone bases. Yeah. So for any of you, any of you just getting into the hobby and looking at this Necron episode as sort of like an overview, most models that used to fly had like a clear stand, and that was how they flew. Yeah, um, basically it was just there to make it look like to make it look like they were flying and they would use a see-through little base. So like big flyers had a, like a triangular sort of stick that you'd stick onto the base and then it would hold the flyer up, which they still do now, which is fine for flyers and stuff. But when you have HQs and they're meant to be like the good-looking models on the board and they're these big, like huge, like, you know, of godlike ability models because that is, at the end of the day, what most HQ choices are. They're like... You know, space brain HQs, everything like that. If they're flying, it just again, like I've said, the action that they've now started to take in the models and having them like look like they're doing something rather than just standing. Like I can look at that model and go, right, he is going to hover over something and stab it with his huge spear, like you, you, yes. or electrocute it. Like you can you can picture it moving across a battlefield more than you could with older models where they were just standing there. And you had to kind of use your imagination a little bit more than you do now with it. Um, I, have, I have to say, though, going on the basic Necron Warriors price, £29 for 10 Necrons with three Scarabs. Yep. That is, that is good. It is, it, is, it is good. A lot of people have been saying that they, um, they're not liking the new, um, the new Necron Warrior box. Yeah, standard because I think it used to come with thirty warriors in it, and it was was it thirty quid? I'm not sure. I mean, I'm I'm just going off of being a guard player and paying. Yeah, about to say about to say. Yeah, we are going off of being not Necron players. But I was been watching a couple of battle reports and some people talking about the new Necron boxes, and it is good price for GW now since the price heightened. 
but but um yeah it's uh again for necron players i imagine that they have their own thoughts on it so i mean moving down to the canoper canoptech yeah um i would love to see somebody stick an orc on the top of this yeah definitely um maybe we'd like a little driving seat <laughs> <laughs> there have been loads of people actually sticking um for those of orc players actually um using necron parts on their trucks and stuff to make it look like they've taken parts off of necron stuff yeah well i mean that, um, that, that is pretty much what an orc does um, that is, I mean, yeah, we'll, well, we'll get into it more in another episode but red goes fast <laughs> red goes fast red goes fast yellow goes slow <laughs> Not yellow. I think it's white you can't see. Yeah. <laughs> you can't see me because white I'm white. Ending. Um but yeah, the yeah, all of them are so good. Again, the warriors with the new weapon options with the um the gores the gores is it reapers? Gores reapers now? That they I have as so, well as the yes. gores as well as the gores blasters that they have, they're just they're so so good. So good. So they have the gores rifles, obviously. I think they're gores rifles. And the gores um, I think they have gauze. Is it gauze flayers they have as well? I think there's a weapon called gauze flayer. That might have been that might have been in the old codex as well. I don't know. I mean, another way of starting the hobby is you can get the Warhammer Forty Thousand Recruit Edition box set. Yeah, uh, it's thirty-two pounds fifty in the UK, and it comes with a bunch of Necrons and a bunch of Space Marines, so it gets you up and playing. Yeah. So if you want to collect either of them, or we'll start collecting two armies. Um, there you go. That's your way in. Um, I feel like they need their own box set at some point. Yeah, a lot of other armies have been having new combat patrols. Yes, the ones at Christmas just gone, I purchased um, the £120 new... Uh, oh, what's it called? It had a name. Oh, it's gone. It's gone. It's gone, Tom. I've lost it. Oh god. oh god. I've lost it. I've lost the name. Um, but no, it came with a squad of Terminators, a squad of the new Havocs, um, a Mauler Fiend, and a ten man squad of Chaos Space Marines. And it was just so worth it. So worth it. 160 quid's worth of stuff. Or 120. And I got it for 95, I think. So so good. So so good. So worth it. I mean, at the time of recording this episode, the Necron Codexes are out of stock. Oh, Jesus. Um, and, uh, the, uh, but, they've stopped I mean, the production of um, the, uh, the Christmas box sets now. They're all gone. Yeah. They're all gone. It could, it, could, uh, it could be that they're giving a slight tweak or update to the Codex. Um, but, I mean, lately we've been seeing a lot of FAQs that are free and downloadable um, to save mm. you getting a whole new book. I imagine it's because they've gone out of they've just gone out of stock. I imagine a lot of Necron players have copped it straight away and just taken it. I mean, if I was going to start an army, I'd probably look at Necrons next. They are they are so strong on the on the board, so so strong with the new um with the new uh getting back up the uh, re, re reanimation protocol rules. So good. It's every time a Necron goes down now, rather than at the end of a turn, that you can get them back up. So good. So, I so just good. I just like the fact you can drop a monolith and then make them walk out of the monolith. Yep, it's it just it it's just from a 
Such a good from concept a, to have. Yeah, from a sort of tabletop aspect. Yeah, massively. It's, it's really fun. Um, There are a couple models that don't really need new models. I'm looking at them and a lot of them don't really need new models. I realise that the, I think the, because the, uh, lo, is it Locust Heavy Destroyer has come oh, out? Yes. I feel like they need the old destroyers to be updated a bit more now that they've brought him out. Um, but again, they've brought yeah, out the, 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 um, the Hexbox up, Destroyer guy. Updating the, the Necron Destroyer squad. Yeah, the um, Cryptek, the new Cryptek is ridiculous. Such a good model again. Beautiful. It suits the new vibe that they have. Um, the Necron Overlords have always been good. They all look amazing. The characters. You know what? I I always forget how many characters the Necron Army has. They have so many. So many characters. It is ridiculous. Um, yeah, I think the Necron, Necron Destroyer Lord upgrade, the upgrade pack, I feel like the Necron should just have a Destroyer Lord already there. The Hexmark Destroyer looks fierce. Oh yeah, the one with the pistols. I would, I, as a guardsman, I would not like to just rock up to that. I don't think any singular guardsman would rock up to anything, unless you're Marvel. Um, Marvel. I mean, it's, well, yes, Marvel will probably try and stab it, realise that it's metal, and cry. Just absorb his knife. <laughs> I'll um, have that, thanks. Yes, yes the, li- the living metal comes alive and sucks his knife into the into the structure yeah. of the Necron. I mean, for £21, that Hexmark Destroyer looks really detailed. It does, it does. Uh, the flayed ones, obviously. Um, I, I think they're bought out. Are these the new flayed ones? No, these can't be the new flayed ones. I know they're bringing new flayed ones out. These can't be the new flayed ones. No, they're not. They're not. They're not the new flayed ones. As far as I'm aware. So, I mean, I guess for the future of the Necrons, I don't think we'll see too much updates, apart from anything that obviously isn't updated at the moment. Yeah, uh, I, think, I, about, I think they're going to be... I don't know about any new model releases. Um, there's going to be... I think there is a new flayed ones release coming out, so there's going to be new flayed ones. Um, but everything else seems to be pretty up to date. Pretty up, it is a pretty up to date army. Out of all this, you know, the Xenos armies have not been loved over the years. Again, Tyranids need some upgrades. I think Tau are okay. Tau are fine. Everything they have at the moment suits them. None of it looks outdated. It all looks fine. Um, but again, the Tyranids, uh, Eldar need some updating as well. Like they they could do with some new models for the, for the yeah player. over the over the past couple of years there has been a lot of love towards uh, the space, space marines. marines yeah and well, obviously um, the Necron, if they were because they brought the Indomitus Crusade now they need to update the Necrons otherwise it just wouldn't make any sense because you know space marines have been given all this new gear and all these new you know Primaris Marines and everything and you know if you were if you were a Necron you would adapt to that. Like the Necron army would adapt to what they were being challenged with. Um, yeah, again, Harlequins, I think, are fine. Gene Steeler Colts have only really been a recent army in the past two years. So I think they're okay. Um, but yeah, I think Eldar, Orcs need some love massively. Obviously, Gazgul's just come come out as a new model. By the way, beautiful model that we will get into because I want to do the Orcs massively. Um but they do need some love. Some of their vehicles and stuff do need some massive, massive love. Um, but yeah, again, their box set would be good for the Necrons. Um, just so that the players don't have to buy Space Marines as well. Um, 
basically waste their money because they've got the command edition, which comes with a bit of scenery, um, a bunch of necrons and some space marines. It'd be and good to split. It'd be good to split with a friend. It's yeah, it's a good box to split if you're gonna go if you're gonna go halves. But 105 pounds. Then you know you, you have somebody to play with. You get them into the hobby. Yeah, um, and you know you have a little bit of a board. So you can start doing some games and learning the new ninth edition. Yeah, uh, which we do. Huge. We do have a uh, podcast coming up on ninth edition. Yeah, massively. We're going to be talking about our opinions of ninth and the changes from eighth to ninth because we started in the end of sixth edition. Yeah, and we bought all of the rule books and stuff for it, <laughs> and then realized that the edition changed about two months into the hobby, um, which angered us a bit. But. Yeah, but it's okay. If you've come in at this time, then you're well in for the ride. Yeah, of yeah. Ninth. If you're around the release of this podcast, then yes, you are fine for the release of ninth. You are fine, fine, fine. So Necrons as a whole, then. Um, I love them personally. I would. I they're not really my thing. I wouldn't collect them as a person. I probably would. Do you know what? Actually, that's a lie. I would collect them, but I don't think I would be entertained by them. I personally think. As a guard player, um, I mean, it's sort of having, like, technical guard. Yeah. And, um... I like the new I'd detail. Love... The new detail in the models. Yeah, I think the new, the new detail for me especially has brought the sort of wanting to play guard, um, play Necrons. Yeah. Um, I think if they do come out with a command, not command, a patrol squad, um, box set, then I would look at getting that to do and maybe have like a small five, six hundred point Necron army just to see yeah, how it yeah. plays. Um, but from a painting aspect, a lot of the new models with all the detail, I'd definitely be interested massively. in the only... having them for a Golden Demon or a yeah, painting massively. competition of some sort. Massively, massively. Um, the only thing I would have with the Necrons, the reason, probably the reason why I wouldn't collect them, as opposed, again, they are amazing i'm not i'm not saying anything bad about the necrons they are beautiful absolutely beautiful especially with the new stuff um huge huge fan of what gw have done with them but the thing that points me off of them is going from painting chaos space marines now i have 60 altogether of 10-man squads and painting them with all the detail on them is entertaining so every time i paint one they're, they're different every time they have horns in different places they'll have different bones they'll carry skulls with them in different areas they're very easy to transfer and take transfers, put transfers onto them. Um, they're also very easy to put your own personalized stuff on them from different places from in your army. And the HQs, again, I've built my own Chaos Lord out of multiple kits from Age of Sigmar because I wanted to. And I've got my own Corn Berserkers, again, from the Age of Sigmar Berserkers because the new ones need massive, massive love. Again, another episode that we will get into. Um, but painting them, I think having... Oh, if I was going to do it, I'd have loads of troops and have loads and loads of warriors swarming the board. Um, but painting them all would be so boring just because they are literally just silver all round. And they're just, they're just metal and there's not really much you can do with... There is if you're I mean, a really you high-level could... painter. I mean, especially when we started, there wasn't really much options in the way of spray. It was black or white. Yeah. Um, and... So, I mean, if you are starting a Necron army, I would definitely recommend getting the lead belcher spray because that cuts out half the work that yeah, you got to do. Yeah, so much work it cuts out. I would, I would say definitely going black spray first and then putting lead belcher on top 
just so you have that. But that... I mean, if if you're a more experienced painter, then you can get a bit more detail in. Yeah. Um, and getting the know, glow effects on them would be good. Yeah. It's the... entirely it's entirely up to you though when it comes to painting. I mean, massively. It is you know. such a such a rounded hobby for the painting aspect of it because you can and literally I mean, you want to you want a pink space marine boy you go and paint a pink space marine. I think I think we should do a sort of hobby um, podcast where we Huge just sort massive. of talk about our um, our experiences with painting and, and what techniques and stuff we well, like to do. When we started, the, what the the amount of paints we have now compared to when we started is ridiculous. We have. All yeah, these so you can, washes. You, can, you can actually get washes and the new technical paint. Well, they're not new. Oh, but contrast, the contrast the paints and the technical the new, paints. The new contrast paints are amazing, especially if you're just starting out. I've just been painting a load of faces for some of my Chaos Space Marines, and the amount of time it has helped having Gullum and Flesh Shade is so much. Because you just literally just whack a light color on underneath it, like um, a, Ra- a Raikland Flesh Shade. Put that on. Put the wash over it; it instantly becomes a face. Like instantly, it's just it appears in front of you as a face, and you're like, "Ah, oh, it's done all my work for me." Like the highlights are all there already. Go over it with a bit of, you know, again a bit of the regular flesh, and it opens up around the eyes and the nose and stuff. And then you just paint the eyes in, and it's fine. It looks like, you know, it just looks like a face instantly. It just put in front of you. It's brilliant, absolutely amazing. Um, but yeah, again, the new artwork for all of this brilliant. I love the new boxes that they all come in. The symbol compared to the old one, I've there's a lot of people that have been talking about the new symbol uh, on the uh, on the boxes and the codexes. If you've seen it, Tom. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a uh, yeah. It's I I personally am fine with it. It doesn't bother me in any I, way. I like it. I think it's still very in keeping. Yeah, I, I don't think it doesn't bother me it being there. Like I loved the old one. The old one was brilliant. It's that, that the old one is will, will forever be what I picture when I when I see forty k. Yeah. Um, but that's because that's what I've been brought up around in forty k. That that's what the symbol the symbol being like the two eagles and stuff. But um, it's still basically the same. They've just changed the color. They've pushed the eagles' heads down a bit. Um, into the uh, but they've actually made it more like leveled off at the top. I don't yes. know how to describe it, but yeah, it's again beautiful, absolutely. I think GW are taking a really good turn with the best here with all of this stuff. Really good. I'm so I'm, I'm getting distracted going up and down the tabs now. Okay, <laughs> getting entranced by new armies like ooh, ooh. See, I'm uh, waiting now. I'm waiting now for the um to bring out the next uh the next Primark to come out. Yeah. And then I will collect a I will I will collect a loyalist army eventually. So yeah, guys, I think that's pretty much all we got time for today. Um we hope you've enjoyed this episode. You can follow me, Tom, uh Cadian Undead 40k on Instagram. You can follow the podcast at Tabletop Talks on Instagram. You can also follow Jamie on Instagram at uh First Amongst Traitors. And uh, we'll see you next time. Um, Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us, guys. Have a good one. Bye.